What's up, Cowboys Nation? Crack them if you got them. And welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. On today's episode, we don't really talk too much about the Houston Texans' upcoming game because, well, it's the Houston Texans. But we do talk about a lot of Cowboys news. Obviously, this is a Cowboys podcast. We talk about the, the rest of the season outlook, the hate that Dak receives. And we also have a very special guest. You might see him on online at mtag1993. Mike Tag joins us. Um, he's he's a, a, not only a, a great personality, but a, a, got a great football brain on him too. So it was a great conversation. And he even was so nice to cut a promo on the show here for the upcoming game. So we are excited um, and, and, and very appreciative of him coming on. If you have not seen our show live, well, we do it live um, twice a week, uh, especially when the Cowboys are playing, only when the Cowboys are playing. But we do a, a episode every Wednesday at 6 p.m., 9 p.m., 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST. And, uh, you know, give or take, maybe sometimes we got to push that around. But, but that's the day for sure. And then every Dallas Cowboys game, we also live stream. Um, so you can come and join our live chat. We have a growing group, a growing community of amazing Cowboys fans who come and join us uh, mostly every week. And uh, it's always fun. Um, so come join that fun. Uh, and to do so, visit us at youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Or if you just search Cowboys Can Fan, um, we will pop up on YouTube. And you can also find us on all the social medias because we do live stream on TikTok, although it's a little buggy. So fix that bug, TikTok. Um, but I digress. I'm sorry. Uh, you find us on the social medias at Cowboys Can Fan. Again, if you search us Cowboys Can Fan, I'm sure we'll come up. That's C-A-N. F-A-N, you know, like Canadian fan. Um, and we're on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter mostly, so slide into our DMs. Um, and yeah, finally, last but not least, a big shout out to the Grid Network, a network of amazing uh, other sports personalities. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cowboy talk, but there's other talk too, so uh, same thing. Just search the Grid Network, G-R-Y-D, G-R-Y-D yep. And uh, we'll pop up. Um, it's, a, it's a great group of uh, sports minds. We're up and coming together. So watch out. We're a powerhouse. And also to the LandryHat.com, the official home of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. All right, enough of me. Let's get into it. George W. George W. George George W. Freedom Burger, baby. Yum, yum, yum. 50, (laughs) fuck it. Oh, I I shouldn't swear this close into it. Oh, no, YouTube's going to flag us. Whatever, we're bad boys. We are the. You got him. We are. We're the bad guys of podcasting. We're the bad, bad guys of. Well, actually, I'd say we're the good guys. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them. Hey, let me get on that. Little, little crack them if you got them. Little behind baseball here. This is just a. This is just a bubbly. Oh, don't fucking two two at this time of year. They up roadblocks, and I don't. I'm not going to say that I get drunk while we podcast, but I usually have between one and four drinks. 
And I just think at this time of year, you should be a little bit more sensible and not uh, have one to four drinks and drive. That's why I usually on game day, I get dropped off and picked up or I sleep on brother Adam's uh, couch with AJ on the other couch. <laughs> and how, some how, more how, behind how, baseball. How was that sleepover in the basement? It, it wasn't bad. I mean, AJ, I've, AJ obviously fell asleep right away. If anyone paid attention to the last podcast, they know he was feeling good. Oh, hell yeah. How was your sleep on the couch? Uh, it was good enough. Yeah, mine wasn't bad. It was better than uh, the 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 night games. They're just so late that it's better. Off, like we didn't stop doing shit till about what eleven p.m. Couldn't even imagine being on the East Coast. That's pushing one o'clock. So no, it was good or two two o'clock. I guess it was good. I had a good sleep on the couch. And and uh, this this weekend it's a ten a.m. game. Not this. Yeah, ten a.m. Pacific. Yep. So yeah, 10 a.m. Pacific. So are, are you guys going to sleep over the <laughs> night before? <laughs> well, I'll actually probably sleep at uh, in. I'll be in Sardis, and then uh, I may need you to pick me up on. But I, I'm definitely uh, Sunday morning. I've got the, I've popped that screech itch last week. Oh, okay, gosh. let's talk about that. So anyone that's tuning in right now, if there is, we'll say this going forward. We didn't really say prior going into the the Colts game what our table is for us drinking the screech which uh lila b bandwagon baba and brother adrian purchased us each a bottle of screech what is going to be the ground ground uh rules going forward defensive touchdown run back and then any special teams touchdown yeah any special teams i or if a player gets like breaks a record or something yeah and and so the way where the screech yeah we didn't establish those the other thing that we didn't really uh when we were talking about it we're talking about shotgunning all the interceptions. I don't think an interception is a shotgun. A digs interception. A digs is. interception has always been a shotgun. But I think like when Malik Hooker, well, when he ran it back. Speaking of man, we didn't even talk about Malik Hooker being the player, like crack and player. I know. I was going to say it, it's a. Co, it would, it's definitely a co crack and player of the game. The I defense feel. all did really good. The cool thing about Malik Hooker is the Colts were the team that drafted him in right. twenty whatever. So. It was kind of poetic that he had such a good game. He had the interception even before the, the scoop and score. And we didn't even really talk about him as a crack and player of the game. Uh, um, a candidate. Candidate, which he could have he could, could have been and possibly should have been. Here's one that we'll never, uh, we'll never have to drink on is when LVE makes a big play. That could, that could be. <laughs> that, that's what Kahuna is saying. So, may, so maybe we do a shocking if LVE makes a big play. Yeah, but what's considered a big play for Leighton? Like an interception? An interception, not like a sack. Like it has to be something. Well, like, how many sacks has he has he had? I don't know. Who? We'd have to LVE? look it up. Yeah, let's take a look at how many this that, year. Probably, it, I don't even think he has any. I think the thing is, it has to be something, something special. It's got to be an LVE, exceptional LVE football getting play. a sack could be special. <laughs> I think LV. I think an LVE interceptions warranted for a shotgun, force fumble, sack or force fumble. Now here, here's my take on 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 it. Is it has. The the Diggs interception is a special thing because Diggs had that those interceptions yep. last year, so we were building on that. And it's and now it's it's, it's grandfathered in. It's grandfathered in exactly the D. Um, so Barry Grant Jr. says special teams touchdown should be a shotgun. Well, it a special teams touchdown or a defensive touchdown. That's a screech. Is now a screech. That's a screech shot. shot. A shotgun is. I'm what? buying us fucking shot glasses this week. We got. We're getting beaked on all social media platforms saying we were little bitches. Are you fucking kidding? With me? the little sip, I don't think people understand how gross that shit I, is. I well, that's so. It was right at the top, and I. T- 
the little swig, the amount that went into my mouth, I was like, I can't, I couldn't like. I know, AJ it took a second. I, 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 don't know, I felt, I felt like I had. I'm getting us four shot. Or th- yeah, I'm gonna sure. get four shot glasses. I think it'll be less than what I was, what I had in my mouth allegedly <laughs> last week. Don't, I guess we'll find out. Don't yeah. worry, don't worry about, uh, don't worry about them being Cowboys. They have, well, I'll, they're not going no, no, to be. I'll, no, I'll get, I'll get us some sort of stickers, uh, stickers or something. That hey, we can for throw audio, under. for audio listeners, you're like, what the hell are these? three chumps talking about well come on we, over uh, to YouTube. We, yeah come over to youtube we do live streaming every uh <laughs> every week every game and that's where the magic happens yeah barry, barry, barry wants to know what about dak throwing an interception what's that, that oh that, that's just pain Shit, that's just no. pain that's nothing so then not even a screenshot for no, that. You know what? No, <laughs> okay, here. I mean, like, because a screenshot's no, so painful, but, it should be, you should be, yeah, you should but, be doing something like that. But it's funny because it's like another people, a thing people message, messaged me was as Malik Hooker's running the touchdown back, you hear AJ yell, no, because I'm like, we're doing right, a screen. Right, right, and then right, you right. hear AJ scream, no. And people are like, why is he screaming no? Well, because we had to drink. And I think what, alcohol I, when when he did it. Did I not do a chug of that before you, or after? You or went a, for another one after. After okay, um, you know time doesn't exist in that four hour hey, frame. A fifty burger though, boys. Fifty burger. Um, I do want to s- propose this before we jump into anything. It's okay. just it's just going to close up this whole um, kind Cold of game. conversation. Um, we used to do uh, the scores. And we still we still do, but we used to run through them and, and get people's score predictions. Oh, Burp him if you got him. Burp if you got him. Now now we rely on a uh, an honor system, and it's been working well. Yeah, no false claims. So what if we have our digs interception for a shotgun? We also have our our sorry our um, grand slam, yep. which is Micah Parsons, Dem- uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Armstrong, all getting a sack, plus another cowboy. Any so rando. Just, any rando. And then why don't we also let chat pick something p- something for it, it for each game? <laughs> okay. That way we can have yep. like because it's it just got too much to take all of the yep. the scores down and and um. Fair. But this we could have some fun with before a game. So yeah. let's do that. Kah- Kahuna says for those that are you, for those of you wondering, the can fans are alcoholics. <laughs> Hey man, I'm drinking. I'm drinking fucking sparkly water right now, and I'm fucking it, dying. You, you guys, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm like shaking right now. No, you guys, you guys who watch the stream, you watch ninety percent of the beers and of the alcohol I drink. Probably up uh, more than ninety percent. I don't really drink outside of this the cast. This cast anymore. Is, this cast doubles <laughs> doubles you up. You know. Yeah, it doubles. you Oh, up. absolutely. Um. Okay, so. Guys, okay. let's get into some Cowboys talk here. We yeah, got okay. it. Yes. What? Let, so got chat, chat. Let's hear what chat wants to say. Yeah, so a get couple, them fucking out. Let's hear what they let's say. Hear. A, lot, a lot of questions are from they chat. Calling, so. Are they calling AJ a marijuana addict also? Hey. A, pot, uh, a pothead. <laughs> and a sex addict. I smoke weed every day. Oh, damn. I don't have my thing up. Um, first off, Cesar uh, Garza, he asked it in TikTok. Then he came over to the YouTube. He oh, wants nice. to know. What is your opinion on OBJ? Uh, that's the, what I was going to bring news, up. So bring it up. Let's so that's go, what doggy. I was going to bring up. I'm actually okay. Uh, some this is full disclosure. We all wanted OBJ, correct? That was over a I'm month. No th- that was over a month ago. Yes, when we thought, oh, he's coming back. He's going to be playing in December. Yeah. Like I thought, possibly he would have the uh, Texans and Jaguars game to kind of get his feet wet, and then be playing against the Eagles December 24th, Christmas Eve. So I was like, yeah, let's get him. It'll be awesome. I now I honestly don't want OBJ. It's too late in the season. Micah came out saying that OBJ told him at the Mavs game 
that he'll be ready in five weeks. Five weeks is the first week of playoffs. That's too late. That's too way too late. Playoffs. That's we got something good going on. You don't now put in another wide receiver that hasn't been on the team the whole season. It just doesn't make sense. Hasn't played. And I also saw, saw that stat. I think it was Tony Goat. Um, where he showed his yards per game. Yeah, from his rookie year, which was like 100, over 100 yeah. yards, and then each year it declines. declines now, I'd be declines. fine if he was if he was kind of settling in that 60 to 70 yard range, because then that's like a healthy amount of yards per game. That but he was down like all the way to like yeah. 40, wasn't he? Yeah, so it was like at that point, and it, and it was like just consistently yeah. getting lower. So what are you going to bring him on for another 40 yards, which basically is just what Noah Brown does anyways? At the start, like week one, the wild card. It, it yeah. at this point it doesn't make sense. I think the whole thing's kind of a distraction at this point. I uh, like I said, we all wanted OBJ. That was when we thought we had, he even had a chance to play the Thanksgiving Day game. Remember yes, exactly? Because yeah. we were like, oh, maybe we got a chance. We were talking about buying OBJ jerseys because we thought he'd be <laughs> on the team prior to Thanksgiving. At this point, I think we stick with what we got. James Washington's going to be coming back. Uh, Michael Gallup coming off his two touchdown game is starting to look like. The Michael Gallup we all expect. CeeDee Lamb's Dude, came on fucking tough. I, so and 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 I just want to continue on with CeeDee Lamb here because yeah, I was thinking it. about it. I, um, you know, I I, I shared that little kind of uh, stoned um, Twitter fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the mind of AJ. But basically, I just B two. I, I wanted to see like what's he really performing like, and 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 I'm a total what have you done for me lately type of guy in fantasy football too. I really, I, I don't care if you got selfish. I know, <laughs> but I don't care if you had your first four weeks kind of carrying over your stats, but you really become average for the rest of the season. When we look at CD lamb, he's performing as a number five right now in his last four games. I also went back and looked at some of his like top la- five. You mean top five? Sorry. Yeah. Wide receiver. And this is just in yards and average yards per yep. game. So it's nothing fancy. I'm just looking at those straight facts. Um, and then you go back and look at how he's been playing. I used to thought, think he was really kind of not a very physical player. Oh, he's physical. He is. I don't know if I'm just noticing it more, but he's the last four games. He's been like lowering his shoulder Fuck on yeah. the sideline for fighting for those extra yards. He's actually known for his yak, his yard after catch, which is, because you're right. I mean, he doesn't look like an imposing. He doesn't look like a DK Metcalf or a uh, yeah uh, Debo Samuel. Like he's not built like a brick shit house, but he's strong. He's strong and he's t- tenacious. Uh, we'll say. I think that's the first time that word's ever been dropped yeah. on the gas. Whoa! Wow! Hey, t- tenacious. Look at, look at the big brain on him. Doesn't doesn't have alcohol in my brain. Look at the just big brain on yeah. him. No booze in my brain. Like I don't like it. I'm like Rain Man over here. I don't like it. Get this man a drink. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, it's definitely then a difference of his play from, you know, the beginning of the season. It seems but, like so. I honestly think so. Right now, even with like the whole year with Ceedee Lamb, he's right now I think ninth in yards in the NFL. That's with Cooper Rush as his quarterback for four or five games. Right. Mm-hmm. I fully, I full, fully believe if he had Dak the whole year, he's probably like you said up there and all like he has been since Dak's been back. But I think he'd be up. Um, on all the main categories yeah, for wide receiver top five. My season bowl prediction is he's going to end out. He's going to end up six. He'll end up just uh, out of the top. Just five. out of the top five. Yeah. I wonder what it is because a lot of the times when you see Ceedee Lamb and and those those plays where he's he's trying to catch it, but he's already thinking about what he's going to do after the run, and he fucks up. And he and yeah. we've seen it. We saw it last year. We saw it a lot this first half of the season. Now he's clicking. Now he's actually getting those yak. I want to say yak yardage, but that's. 
You can say yard it. Is. Well, yeah. You can say yard, it. yard after cat. Yeah. I mean, it still makes sense. He, he, he getting some of that yak. Um, yak yak yardage. For, getting that yak from Dak. Getting that yak from <laughs> getting that yak from Dak. Uh, hey, yak hey, from Dak, baby. YouTube. It's not. It's not what it sounds it doesn't, like. Doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't sound mean like. what it sounds like. Yak um, from Dak. That should be a T-shirt. I, I just want to quickly chime in on the OBJ thing because I, I obviously in true bandwagon boy fashion, I was hyped. I wanted that OBJ jersey. Yeah. I think he's a solid player. Barry Grant Jr. brings up a, a really good point in chat that it's not a very fair stat to follow considering bad QB plays in those years. With Baker Mayfield, yeah. So, exactly, which is why I think if you look at what he did in LA um, in his Bitcoin era with the, <laughs> with the Rams and then possibly getting signed to the Cowboys, the biggest, the biggest thing, and Anth brought it up, is the fact that if he's not going to get any regular season pulls, I don't want to take the risk of spending that money in no playoffs. playoffs. Um, even if, playoffs. like, I would rather them spend the money on something else over a wide receiver right now. Like a cornerback? Like a cornerback, based Possibly. on the situation that we're running in. Based on wherever we're else. We're, we're, I mean, I don't even know all of the free agents that are available right now. But I mean, it's at, like, this, at this time of the year, most of the good ones are, are snagged. We are snagged and bagged. We're in a position right now where, you know, my confidence was, has been high more than not, and it was pretty low sometimes throughout the season. At the st- when when was the uh, confidence uh, lowest? Oh, uh, the the loss to Green Bay was a low one because I was like, oh shit, we're gonna have it's gonna be this up down up down type of season. And we're gonna end up who knows if we're, where we're gonna end up in playoffs. It's gonna yeah. be. I th- it felt like it was gonna be rough, mm-hmm. so that was a pretty low part. I not there was that was the lowest part of the season I think for me. Was it? I think so. See, because for, the, oh, the, the the losses previous were like. Oh, okay. Well, Dak yeah, got hurt. Eagle, Eagle, oh. yeah, Dak got hurt. What, we freeze? No, we're back. Okay. We're back. But yeah, yeah the Dak, something, something did crash. The Dak getting hurt. Um, should we just keep talking? Yeah, you keep talking. So the Dak getting hurt uh, and Tampa Bay, that was a low point for me because I thought without Dak we were fucked. The Eagles game, not so much because we had Cooper Rush, but although he had been playing so well that I kind of thought he could pull it off. And then the only reason the Green Bay game didn't really uh, completely – make me feel bummed out is because I just expect it from Aaron Rodgers against us for some reason. You I know, get, I just get that feeling. Like I had that feeling in my head that Rodgers would just somehow do it. So I was, I was kind of already prepared mentally preparing myself for it a little bit, but I do know what you mean. Like that's a team we should have beat. We were up by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and we ended up losing. So I know what you mean. It could. And then who knows what happens when we play. Then we have the Vikings the following week, you know? So that could have, yeah, yeah it, 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 it makes felt, sense for a time to be kind of, a little on the fence. To me, it felt like it was a recipe game where it's like, oh, this is how you beat the Cowboys. And now every team was just going to start yep. mimicking that. I agree. But luckily, like you said, the ingredient that not every team has in its spice rack <laughs> is the Aaron Rodgers special. Uh, fuck that guy. Um, and I don't, I don't, Cahoon is saying, and I don't know if he's talking to us, he's saying, dude, after that week one, you guys wanted to tank after losing losing Dak, which I don't think we No, I don't think I, none of us wanted to tank. We just basically were saying you guys are what I was preaching as well. Everyone wa- hates Dak. We're about to see what this team is like without hey. Dak. And then we went four and one. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> no, which no. is good. Which, yeah, is, which good. is good, which is Dude. what you said. It's good. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy we went four and one. A hundred percent. I will admit it. I was, or I was like, okay, if we, scra- if we scrape out of this with one or two wins, yeah. Then Dak comes back and we still have a playoff shot. Which isn't out of the realm. If we would have, say it's like, obviously this is hypothetical because it didn't happen. We went four and one with Cooper Rush. Yep. But if we would have only won one or two games or two games and then came back and still won the games we've won right now, we'd be right in contention for the 
the the last wild card spot. So, uh, anyways, it doesn't matter because we are fighting for the we got the fifth wild cards called card spot right now. What does matter? Huge injury and kind of Dak esque, where there's a lot of people who don't like this guy and who bitch about this guy, who is Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown is out for the rest of the season with an Achilles tear. And it's one of those things. Well, now we're going to find out if these kids behind him in Calvin Bossman, uh, Joseph, and Duran not so bland, if they're going to be able to step up to the plate. Losing Jordan Lewis earlier in the season was a big blow, but then losing another one of our starting, our CB2, that's it could it could wind up biting us in the butt holes <laughs> but we dig who, who's this cat that we went out and signed this this cornerback that we signed um hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far we got to pay some bills real quick stick with us the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I hate it when people say they got to pay bills, but we just had to pay bills. Let's get back to the podcast. Well, I just looked up Anthony Brown. Just type so in no. uh, <laughs> just, just type in Dallas Cowboys uh, signing, free agent signing. And actually, while Alex is doing that in, do we want to intro our guest and have him chime in on this uh, new signing? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, is he in the, is he in the waiting oh, room? He's been waiting. To, he's just been trying to chime in here. Oh, I, can he'll, just, he'll know. I see him waving at the Zoom screen, trying <laughs> to flag me down. Flex, bring the man in. Bring the okay, man okay, in. Okay, I'll bring him on. We'll, we'll let him introduce himself. He's uh, the, a man of uh, great intro. So once we can hear him, I'll let him give, give himself an introduction. You, okay. What? There you go, What's buddy. up, man? Can you hear me good? Hello, yes. Coming in loud and clear. What's going on, Mike? Uh, you know, I'm feeling good after that beat down being in being in Dallas and witnessing that live. So, uh, hey, hey, Mike, nothing better. Let's, nothing better. Let's hear. Let, let's hear for the people that are listening. Uh, who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah, how you became a big Cowboys fan? Because you kind of got you kind of got a big following on Twitter going on, and you you have a kind of I'd say like a. I don't know. I I don't know what I'd even call a it. Presence. A, well, like it's like a neat, like a niche, like his intro video yes, that he yes. does every game. And so, we we see you're sitting. It looks like you're sitting in the studio right now. It's no no studio. This is the Cowboys the, cave. The Cowboys cave. I, sorry. I, this is where I watch the games. Where I'm not at AT and T, but you know I'm on all social media platforms. You can get me at m at m tag nineteen ninety three, or just uh, you can Google Mike Tag. Uh, huge Cowboys fan, been a fan my whole life. Uh, a lot of the promos and, and stuff you guys see, that's stuff I did when I was a kid. I was a big wrestling fan. Yeah. Probably see some influence with Ric Flair and, yes. and, Woo! and Pete, stuff like that. You know how it goes. Yeah, we know how it goes. So I have a question for you. Where so you uh you are obviously were at the Colts game. Are you are you yep. from the the Dallas uh Fort Worth area or the Metroplex area? Are you from somewhere else in Texas or yep. California or where are you from? No, born and raised in South Florida. Okay. And uh got two older brothers. Uh, my w oldest is a Dolphins fan. Middle brother's a Broncos fan, and I'm a Cowboys fan. You're the, cow so. you're the Cowboys guy. Okay, so you yeah, yeah. We, brothers, you got to fight over everything. So <laughs> my mom got a Cowboys shirt, got me a Cowboys shirt when I was as far as I can remember, and then I just identified with Tony Dorsett and 
and the rest of the Cowboys. They stunk when I was growing up. They weren't any good until until the nineties, till I was in, you know, almost getting out of high school. And then you could rub it in everyone's face. I've been a Cowboys fan. I've been, I've been through the, the thick the thick of it. Now I can brag a little bit. That's awesome. Uh so you were at the Colts game, obviously. It was a pretty close game prior to the fourth quarter. What was the yeah. fan? Was it? Did it feel like a home game? Was there lots of Colts fans, or was it predominantly Cowboys uh, fans kicking around? No, it was mostly Cowboy fans. You know, the interesting thing is, is when I went, I love going to the Sunday night games. This game, when I got there, it just didn't have that vibe. It was yeah. kind of quiet. Went there early to tailgate with with a lot of the fans, and the parking lot was half empty. Yep. Uh, the crowd really didn't get going until, you know, until the game started. So I was a little concerned because I had, you know, flashbacks to when I went to the Broncos game Ooh. and it just came out real flat and looked like, you know, and then they had the red stripes. I was going to say they had the helmet. helmet. They had the helmets again. So you had both games where they had the red stripes. So you must've <laughs> yeah. been a, and I brought been a little the bit worried to the game. I brought my buddy to the game and that happened at the Broncos. I brought a Broncos fan. So <laughs> I was getting nervous. That I was going to be the jinx. And then the game started like, you know, like for some reason, the way we start, it's always slow. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I knew we would I knew we were going to be too much for him. I didn't think they removed the ball on us. So I knew it was a matter of time. Matt Ryan was going to Matt Ryan. So what, moving forward here, uh, I got to ask you, we were kind of talking about it prior to you getting in on the on the chat here. Uh, crack him if you got crack him over there. Got him. Uh, what do you think about our cornerback position? Are you worried about losing Anthony Brown and Jordan? Obviously, Jordan Lewis and Anthony Brown, our quarterback uh, two and three, are now gone for season. Are you worried, or do you think we have the players behind them that can step in and possibly be the band aid effect uh, to get us through the rest of the season and into playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I'm concerned because now you're you got your one. And now you're down to your four or five. Yep. And behind that, you get six and, you know, not much after that. And I think you guys were talking about it earlier. It's not like there's uh, there's a bunch of uh, players sitting out there at this point of the season. I wouldn't mind if they got a – I know they picked up a guy from Minnesota. I yeah, wouldn't mind Mackenzie, Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. I mean, a veteran back. It's someone to give maybe a little – a little calm to it. Maybe they don't need to start, but just someone there if one of these young guys get in trouble. But my son is a big Kelvin Joseph fan, and he assures me that uh, Bland is going to be fine, but Kelvin Joseph is going to step up with the opportunity, and he's going to show what he's got, you know, last few games into the playoffs. I, I hope so. I mean, Kelvin Joseph is kind of obviously with the off the seat, off the field stuff in the off season, uh, and he's just kind of been he lackluster, like. You haven't really seen much for him, so maybe this is something he needs. Maybe he needs to go into the game being that guy for his true potential to shine through. I hope that's the case. <laughs> I, I hope our second-round pick comes out and ends up playing lights out, but I'm I'm nervous right now about our cornerback room. I was actually, Anthony Brown, we had talked about it. He had been having his issues with the deep ball, so maybe with the with a mixture of Deron Bland and Kelvin Joseph, maybe we shore that up a bit. But I don't think Anthony Brown is as bad a player as everyone uh, made him out to be. Like uh, he was, he was predominantly getting uh, the looks because no one was really throwing to digs aside. Right. So eventually you're going to complete some of these passes, but I, I am worried about it. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's uh bland, you know, Brown, he's been the, you know, he's been the whipping boy on the defense. He's the one that everyone's kind of pointing to. So we're going to find out real quick, uh, if he's underappreciated or, or what we got, but, but seeing Bland in there, you know, at that game with the two picks and that last pick he did where he snatched the ball, you know, from the receiver, uh, he, he's he been showing something all year. So 
I feel good with him, but Kelvin Joseph, to me, the jury's still out. Yeah. But totally. One of those guys get hurt, man. We're in trouble. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're fucked. <laughs> we cannot have another cornerback go down, especially like, I even like even if they don't play great, we cannot have another cornerback get hurt, no. especially yeah. a guy like Deron Bland, like you said, who's he's whenever he's out there, he makes plays. Everyone loved him in training camp was a fifth round pick has been playing very well when he's had the opportunities and then yeah oh man don't we can't we cannot have that <laughs> yeah, yeah he, so, he, are you guys going to another game or are you guys and i saw you at the minnesota game and you guys bringing some hype and i, I, I was getting a little jealous I, you know i was thinking man how come i wasn't invited to this minnesota game i was disappointed well so last year we went to the thanksgiving game uh when we played against the raiders at dallas and then we said okay with well, thanksgiving that was a that was a solid time to go it was a good week uh because it's four days apart traveling from the west coast of canada all the way over to dallas it just makes more sense for us we could take a week off hit two games in one week so that's why we went to the mini game and then when we went to the thanksgiving game it just made a lot of sense we're talking about hopefully uh going to a wild card or another playoff game depending head on down head down to tampa bay possibly it's looking like i think we're we have a good chance of playing tampa bay we're going to try to time it and buy some tickets at some decent prices, and we're we're gonna try to get to a, a the, the wild card, or it'd be yeah. sweet to hold out and and fucking go. I would love yeah. to go to an NFC Championship game, man. But uh, we've been waiting a while for that. But we we well yeah. try, we do want to go to a playoff game. In, in well, uh, if you Fort come Fort. to Tampa, that's that's where I live. That's that's my town. So oh shit, oh, I will show oh you, yeah. damn, I will show you the respect that you guys deserve, and we'll make sure we. We light this town up because I'm going to be there. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And there's probably a 90% chance we're playing Tampa. Yeah. I don't think we're going to catch Philly. And I think whoever the wild card team in the NFC East is going to end up playing Tampa. Tampa's going to be the four seed. So, yeah. I think um, I, you're right. 100%. Yeah. It's more than likely we're going to be. And the, the Tampa keeps, they, they're, st- they're ahead of Atlanta right now. I can't see Atlanta catching them just because mm. Atlanta's not that good. Like, the, no. Tampa still has Tom Brady. They're gonna fin- they're gonna finish the top of that div- that division, and and then we're gonna go down there and get our first win against Brady. Oh yeah, and that one. I'm a, I, I don't like you know I I, I was praying and I'm praying, but I'm just I was hoping Philly would have stumbled against Tennessee, and I yeah. gotta I gotta give them props, man. They look pretty damn good. Uh, I think we're gonna beat them when we play them. I'll be there. I'll be at ATT oh, yeah. to see us slap them around. So I have no doubts. These eyes, I tell people, they don't believe me. These eyes, I've been to a bunch of Philly Cowboy games through the years, starting in 1996. I've never seen us lose against them in person. So I'm not gonna start on Christmas Eve. That's for sure. Shit, yeah. I got a question for you. Have you ever been to Philly to see the game? No, I wouldn't give them a nickel. <laughs> I, went to, I went to I went to Philly for Love the it. draft. I went to the Philly for the draft, and uh, you guys look, you know, I've watched your show. You guys are pretty loose. So I uh, I brought my son, who at the time, you know, he might have been 13 or 14, whatever it was, and uh, I didn't wear my jersey. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to deal with it. Yep. Yep. But my son, who was a huge Des Bryant fan, he was insistent on wearing the jersey. He ended up getting on NFL Network. He's trying to nice. steal my spotlight. Oh, there he you got go. NFL Network with it, throwing up the X. We got on ESPN. But he's, <laughs> we're walking back from the draft. It was such a great experience. And these grown men in cars are telling my son, fuck you, fuck the Cowboys. I mean, he's 12. I'm thinking myself, yeah. this is, you know, I, so I would never support nothing in that city. Yep. Uh, I think their fans are trash. Yep. And uh, but it, it's funny when they come to Dallas and maybe it's the you know, these are the guys that can afford to travel when they come to <laughs> Dallas. They're very nice, very cordial, 
very, you know, always reaching out. Hey, can I get a picture? Can we talk? Can we this? And, you know, so it, it's always the chirping on the Internet or, or you know, on, on social media or when they're in their crib. But it seems like when they're out of their crib and out of their element and out of the pack, they uh, they show their true colors. Yeah. You know, one of the funniest things about um, and I'm sure you experience it more than we do, but it's just being a Cowboys presence online and having any sort of social media presence, you're not even looking to reach out to any, you're not going to other um, players, social medias or other, other, other users from other teams and making comments. The amount of people who just come to a Cowboys page from other teams to shit on it. It's, it's like, unreal. Well, the, fun, the funny, the funny thing about that, when you say that is like a lot of the times I'll post something that has nothing to do with, yeah, said team or like said topic, and someone will just yeah, come just on. come to look for a fight. I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll argue with the stranger for no reason, but but yeah, we we, nah. we we talked about go we talked about going to Philly, but the more I talk to people about it, yep. fuck it, we're not fuck that place. Nah. I'm not giving them my money, but it's funny social media. So I when I first you know the first video I did was back. I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys remember when we played the Saints. It was like 2018. Yep, Saints were undefeated. We were going in there. And a buddy of mine, big Cowboys fan, I'm like, dude, we're going to win this game. I'm so sick of the Sam, I'm sick of all the crap. I said, I'll drop an old school promo <laughs> and I'm going to send it to you. So we won and I did it. And I wasn't a social media guy. I followed some of the players and stuff like that. And a guy I work with, he's like, man, you need to post that on Twitter and just, you know, tag. You're wearing your tank jersey, tag him. So I did. He retweeted it, and nice. then it blew up. Nice. And so I, in the first year, I would do these videos because people kept wanting them. And the amount of hate. And I, you know, <laughs> in the beginning, you're reading it, and it's pissing you off. You're like, man. And so I'm, I'm replying to every one of the haters, man. You know, <laughs> fuck you, da 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 this. You know, and I'm cracking on him back or whatever. And now it's gotten to the point where I just kind of ignore it. Yep. I just let it. Usually that first wave is positive, and then – Afterwards, it is, uh, you know, it's all negative. But I don't know if you guys get this. Whenever the Cowboys lose, how many of your friends that you haven't talked with, talked to in oh, years, yeah. come out of the woodwork yep. and they start texting you? They, but when we win, I, like, I haven't heard from people in, in a month. Yeah. But man, when we lose, it's it, I hear from people I haven't talked to in years. Well, last year's a perfect example for it. You don't hear anything from anyone when we're 12 and 5, and then as soon as you lose in the wild card, like I could see my phone just yeah. blowing. Oh, yeah. As soon as Dak did the, the scramble with 14 seconds left, my phone just bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, you fucking dicks. Like he, he, it's not only that uh, Anth... Go ahead and crack that. Crack, crack, crack that. Let's Fiazza. go, baby. Anth gets uh, Anth gets bummed out, obviously, because the Cowboys lose, and he's already starting to shut down. And then he just knows the next three days <laughs> are going to be like texts from friends, and then the next four or five days is going to be battling battling either Cowboy fans online because Cowboy fans love to battle each other about like case in point. Last week we won. We had a fifty burger, and yeah. we had three Cowboy fans on on the call in, all arguing with each other about the a win. Like yeah. it, yep. it's it's just so polarizing. It, Some making more it's sense than nitpicking the so. win, nitpicking yeah, nitpick the win. Fifty on them, and you're saying, "Well, we got a lot of work to do. We got to improve on that." But Jesus, God, man, you just dropped fifty. I don't care how you got it. You beat them fifty-four to nineteen, or whatever the score was. What more do you, you know, well, what more do you guys want? Actually, that's. I mean, the the best thing about it is, and you can eye test it. There is a lot of improvements that we can make even after we win and that's like a good that's a good sign hey you, we yeah. won by 50 like uh, uh 33 points in the fourth quarter it's a 50 burger and yet there's still a massive room of improvement in certain areas that's a good problem to have yeah yeah definitely um 
So I don't know if there's much we want to talk about specifically about the Texans and Cowboys game. If anyone has anything specific to bring up, the alternative is we can kind of just roll. Th- we did this last week, but I'd love to hear, Mike, what your thoughts are just on the rest of the season outlook here. Um, but if there is something specific about Texans, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to talk about it quickly. Okay. Uh, I'm we're in this. I, I hate how this the the schedule ended up being. I hate that we play these three AFC South teams at the end of the year where I wish we were playing all the good teams. Like, I just don't want us playing all these shit teams. Like, obviously, we have the Eagles on on Christmas Eve, which is a very good bar setter to see how, how we are going into playoffs. 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 But I just don't like having these easier teams kind of in the last month and a bit of the season. Like, I I, I guess Eagles-Titans commanders at the going into playoffs isn't terrible. Playoffs? Like, that should... Uh, two of those teams are possible playoff teams. Well, even the Titans, those, all three of those teams have a chance to make playoffs. So it's not too bad, but I just hate this little, this AFC South tour that we're on right now. It's just, it's not exciting. It's, it doesn't feel exciting. Like I'm not as hyped for the games coming up. I don't know if you feel that you kind of said that Mike with how the stadium was like, I don't know. Did, do, do you feel less hyped knowing we're playing the Texans and Jaguars in the next two weeks? Yeah, I mean, Texans, it's not really exciting. Um, we should smoke them, move on. Jaguars, <laughs> the only good thing is I live in Florida, so I'm going to the game. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ah, nice. That's sweet. That's sweet. I'll take that. I'll take that. And, I, you know, when this schedule came out, I was telling me, I said, the Jaguars are a team you don't want to play near the end of the season. I think they're getting better, and they were going to get better, and yeah. now they have. But I guess Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if he's hurt. I was reading something where he's had a foot injury or something like that. So if he doesn't play, they're they're going to get smoked. But, you know, to your point, the last three games, you're talking about Philly. You can't get better than that on Christmas Eve. So that is going to That's that awesome. is absolutely going to mean a lot. Tennessee is playing. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win their division, right, because they've, they've got nothing in there. But they got something to play for. I think Washington is going after that last playoff spot. Yeah. They're going to have a lot to play for. And and the thing I always talked about last year, which I love about this year, last year we weren't battle-tested. We were in a crap yeah, yep. division, walked away with it, and, and we were on cruise control. They're not going to be able to do that now. I mean, even the Texans and the Jags, you can't take them lightly because all we need is is Philly to stumble once, and that's the, you know that Christmas Eve game is going to take a whole, yeah. whole new meaning because they lost to Washington, so we got the tiebreaker now, even if we split. So I, I, I like the way it ends. I mean, yeah, you want to be bad, but I think those last three games, they're going to be battle-tested, and they're going to be fighting their way all the way you know, to the end of the playoffs. They're not going to be resting guys or doing anything like that. No, they, when you're fighting in the wild-card standings, that's the one good thing. I don't think there's the option. I hate resting starters. I, I honestly hate it. Even if you have locked up stuff, I, I don't like resting starters. It's the same as not playing guys a little bit in the preseason. I hated that. This year, I hated that we didn't like get up a little bit, get, like, get, get up. somebody at least like, clinch the game, get up and then get them out. Play, if, play if a little bit, to. but then you, you get hurt, you get someone hurt and then you look like, oh yeah, then, yeah, exactly. But the one good thing is that I'm pretty sure the Eagles play the Giants this, uh, this weekend, which hopefully we're all Giants fans this, this weekend, this Sunday at 10 AM. Like I'm going to have that, Gi- go, I'm going to have that Giants Eagles game on somewhere and be watching that also, because like Mike said, all we need is these Eagles to lose one more game like we we fucked up bad by losing that green bay game when they lost to the commanders that same week like that was our chance to yeah. that was our chance so we need we need the eagles to stumble right now and it sucks cuz they're playing very well they like you said they they've played very well they looked really good against the titans i, I watched that game also cuz i was hoping they would lose they look like a, a complete team their defense is is scary jalen hurts is actually playing very well 
Uh, but we just need them to stumble one more time and then we can pounce on these fuckers Christmas Eve. Yeah. Do you think they're as good as their uh as a record or or how's you guys feeling about the Eagles? <sighs> after after the Tennessee game, because I honestly thought I thought the Titans had a chance to beat them and they pretty much just mopped them. I mean, but then he also had the Colts game where they barely beat the Colts. So it's I, I think they're really I think they're really good. I, I do think they're by far our best competition, uh, the scariest team that we that we'll see. I maybe thought Sam Fran could be, but now with Jimmy Garoppolo out, I think that takes him down a, a notch. Uh, the Eagles are definitely they're definitely on par with us a hundred percent. Yeah, they're uh, so. They, I think that they're a very solid team this year, specifically because I I think a lot of people underestimated Jalen Hurts and and, and what he could what he could do. Everyone says be a pocket QB. He starts doing it and he's doing it. Well, they got AJ Brown, which was a great addition, but fact of the matter is they had a fucking, I feel that their schedule was a lot, uh, and a lot, a lot easier than, um, any other team, at least that, that I care about. So the fact of the matter is, is that their schedule is like a, I don't want to say it's a layup schedule, but some of these teams that they're beating by one point, it's like, well, we, we, like we smoked that we smoked that team that they played. So I, I don't think that their record dictates the type of team that they actually are, but I still think they're a top tier team. I, st- I still think they're next. Well, I have a follow up question then for that. If, if, because they're right now pretty much the consensus number one team in the NFL, according to mm-hmm. uh, their their record and according to Talking Heads. If who would you if you don't think they are, who would you think is the best team in the NFL right now? You are asking me the Cowboys? Anyone? The Cowboys? I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, <laughs> any, anyone can Mike? You can you can you can yeah. ta- you can tag in. Hey, see what, <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, the AFC. Obviously, you got the you got the Chiefs, and and you know, and I still believe in the you know the Bills. But I, I I'm not a I'm not as big a believer in, in Philly. I, I honestly, and you guys, people can laugh at me later, and we'll see what happens. I think the Cowboys smoke them. Um, I think we beat them, and I think we beat them handily. I just think matchup makes fights, and and the only two wins that they've had, you know, I, I always got to remind these Eagle fans, the only two times they beat Dallas in the last three plus years, they beat Danucci and they beat Cooper Rush. Yep. I mean that's a fact. They don't may not like to hear it. They may only want to talk about the last time we played and they beat us, but those are the facts. And I just think Dallas is going to get them. I don't think it's the last time we're going to see them. Right. Uh, I was more worried about San Francisco. Yeah. I didn't yeah. I want to mm-hmm. play San Francisco. Yeah. I was looking at the way it matched up and I was like, you know what? If we're the whatever seed we are, the one or the five, more than likely we won't have to see San Francisco unless something crazy happens to the championship game. Now obviously with Garoppolo that that changes some, but that's a team I was worried about. Say, uh, we were too. Like I think last week we were saying well, Sam Fran, they're just such a complete team. I even think with their the, this Brock Purdy guy, just they have such an overall good team and decent coaching that they're still they're still scary they'll they would still 100 percent give dallas troubles i feel that, that san francisco is scarier for us than than uh than the eagles well, yeah it's just i mean my, history, like like mike said history wise 100 yeah. my uh my thoughts on the eagles i mean i hate them yeah fuck them <laughs> fuck them um so it's really hard to say anything nice but <laughs> hurts i always felt i thought he was just more of one a, a really athletic a football player and um, was able to th- to throw the ball, did it enough throughout college that he just became a quarterback. He's a very athletic person, but 
he did show in that last game that he's like it's almost like he listens to this podcast and <laughs> and, and said uh fine okay i'll show you i can throw the ball so okay that's a little bit uh, like i'll give him props there now i think that he actually is is who who we think he is or who people say that he is and i'll 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 buy that but even if they are the cowboys can score from almost all sides of the ball special teams um, maybe not as much as defense and, and offense, of course. But with if the, the that's the nice thing is uh, the defense has been scoring a lot of points too. So even if our offense has some trouble rolling, we we can count on the defense that they're going to have that potential as well. So I think in a shootout we win a shootout, and I'm not scared of us not being able to put points on the board. So th- that's the worst case scenario. Best case scenario. We stifle their offense and still um, be able to outscore them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's I'm I'm extremely biased being a part of a uh, Dallas Cowboys podcast here. But well, I hope you say that. My biggest worry is right now. Like right now, we're all talking about the the Cowboys, uh, Eagles, and I was even this way with the Colts because it's it it still kind of had that same energy. Like obviously, professional football players aren't going to overlook a team. But it makes me nervous going into a game again like this, this Texans game, and even the Jaguars game where we 100% should win. I think we're like 17-point favorites or something crazy. Like, we 100% should win that game, No, like, no issues. But it's still the NFL, and I do feel like sometimes these kind of games in past seasons the cowboys sometimes let a game like this that, slip. Dude, the, the Texans have scored... I know they're shit. Like, I think maybe... Just three scores, and that includes a, a kick with one of those scores, by the way, in like the last four games. And then that's the or thing. Under. This is, this is, I, I might need this just as a Cowboys fan. I just need us. I said I wanted to see us absolutely skull fuck the Colts, which we did. 54 to crack me if you got them over crack there, which we did, which I loved, but I would love to see us do that to the Texans and the Jaguars. I hope we cover the spread. I hope we kill them. I hope we put up another 50 burger and then I can kind of start, you know, good teams in the NFL that go on to win Super Bowls when they when they're matched up against inferior opponents, they lay ass whoopings and I, I need to see us continue to do that in the next 2 weeks before I even like obviously the Eagles is a sexy game that we all want to talk about, but I'm still kind of I am nervous about this Texans game. What do you Don't think? Don't be Bart? nervous. Yeah, don't be nervous. <laughs> I can't help it's, it. There is no way in hell this tech. I mean, hopefully I don't have to eat my words, but they ain't no way. They got no talent. No, they Jaguar, suck. I, you know, the Jaguars, I would give a little bit if Lawrence is there. And I mean, they they do have some young talent. I just can't see this Texans team. Boy, that'd be an embarrassment. It'd if, be terrible. Uh, if we don't smoke them. I mean, but that's the thing. You know, talking about this team, you know, we've dropped 50. We've dropped 40 in the, you know, in the last few weeks. So, they're, they're, we're putting up points, yep. and uh, it, it, the, the teams that the teams that only worry. I don't worry about these finesse teams so much, like Philly. But again, to to San Francisco or these physical teams, mm. that's what we haven't proven ourselves against yet over the past few seasons. But yeah, it would be a oh, I don't want to think. Don't even let me think about. it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my, my insecurities, my insecurities are leaking over to well, you. It's hey, Mike, Mike. If Anth is starting to be worried and and thinking something's going to go a certain way, it's going to be the opposite. It's going to be the opposite. Yeah. So I okay. think we're all right. That's why that made me feel. <laughs> uh, what do you, What do you guys think about uh, Tank Spikes in the chat saying if Cowboys have a strong first quarter to match their third and fourth quarter, the only thing we'll have to worry about is beating the refs and penalties. Three penalties last game. That was nice. That was huge. 
huge. I think, you know, in terms of discipline, um, and that was a tough, that was a tough refing squad that was at the Colts uh, Cowboys game. So it's not like it was just, you know, e- easy refs to, to have that they, they call a lot of, they do call a lot of they're, penalties. It was nice. They're the bad boy refing crew. They're the bad, they're the bad boy refing <laughs> the crew bad boys of the NFL. Refing. <laughs> it, it was nice to see only three penalties. I'm sure Mike, Mike was happy at the game that it wasn't a, a game filled oh. with flags. Like we've, oh my gosh. we've, we've been unfortunate that, that, but both Thanksgiving day games that we went to, I think this year we had 13 and last year we had 14. It was just like, what the fuck is it just felt like every play there was a flag almost so i hope that is a trend going forward the under five penalties in a game yeah and i was at that thanksgiving day game with you oh really but i was there and that was an my son and i went as the first time ever going to thanksgiving and yeah the flags now you bring flashbacks yeah i there were that was unbelievable the amount of flags and the the part of the penalties that 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 get me are the pre-snap yep penalties you know those are the killer the holding penalties that on a run play where the guy's not even involved uh they definitely the, yeah. the mental breakdown the the personal fouls that yeah. we got a few times you know post play that's the stuff they got to clean up yeah. uh you know the other you know hitting a guy too hard or, or man that's football if they gotta do yeah. that then you know whatever it is but it seems like they're getting better and the thing i'll say and i don't know you guys if you don't want to switch the, the script on you but I've always appreciated McCarthy, and I thought he was the right guy for this team, for the way this ownership and the way this franchise is set up. I know he's gotten a lot of heat. I know there's a lot of hate with him, but I think he's done a phenomenal job with this team over the last, you know, over his three years, thinking about the times. You know, he lost Dak. He lost Dak twice, and especially this year, he's been able to salvage that and get some wins together because I remember, you know, after week one, I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I saw all the social media. They just thought we were dead and it yep. was going to be over, and everyone's bashing this and that. So, well, we I bought t- we, we, gonna- we bought tickets right away after week after the week one because like they're they're going to be so cheap tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So we bought tickets right away. That's how we felt. <laughs> no, so, I mean, and I had to face, but he, he's done a great job, and I think he's you know with the penalties, it's going to get there with Quinn. Obviously, you know the concern I've always had was with more on offense, but he seems to be getting a little bit better over the last few games. So. I think they're going to get it all. You know, I think it'll all fix itself. Uh, you know, you never want your defense not to be aggressive, but if they just clean up those pre-snap penalties that are just the killers, the third down and they give them a first down kind of penalties. Yeah. You know, like to that, whatever the the chat was. You know, I think this team they're going to be you know a very tough out in the playoffs. So with the with the Mike McCarthy thing, uh, his first year. You know, during I'm not going to even say the c word, but during the pandemic, uh, he got he got he definitely got handed a, a short a short stick there with Dak breaking his ankle and then not having a training camp. Like it, it was kind of like, all right, this season this wasn't on you. Like this is you you got he lost I think all of his offensive linemen. Anyways, 2020 complete pass. Last year, getting to the playoffs, playoffs. Okay, playoffs. sweet. There, there was there was big progression, and I was just always saying that this year I need to see the next step from from the team under him. Like I, I can't handle another wild card loss. Like I'm being honest, I can't, I can't, I physically will not be able to handle us watch another wild card loss. I just really want to see him get this team deep into the playoffs. And my only issue. With hit with Mike McCarthy, I actually don't mi- mind Mike McCarthy. I, I still think he needs to go back to his beard. He looks better with a beard, but I, agree. I do think he uh, sometimes 
his clock management and some of the stuff that he should be taking care of because obviously he's not calling defensive plays and obviously he's not calling offensive plays. I think there's sometimes situations where he just needs to be a bit more on the ball with either challenging a challenging a call or calling a timeout or just getting the guys out there. Like they, they didn't even like last year going into the wild card round. I remember them showing San Francisco coming out and these guys are listening to boom boxes and they're ready to go. Yeah. And then at the end of the yep. game, Mike McCarthy, I think came out and said, Oh, the guys seemed nervous going out there or he said something weird. So just, there's some weird things with Mike McCarthy that I hope him getting to the divisional or hopefully the NFC championship game buys him another season. Cause I would like to see him again. We have played very well underneath him. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's a, but I was at the San Francisco game. The Holy shit. Game. How, okay, okay. Pause the Mike McCarthy talk. Let's talk about Mike Tag for a second. <laughs> How many fucking games do you see, live games do you see in a year? Well, I'm a season ticket holder. Nice. It was one of my goals when I was a kid to be a season ticket holder. Nice. Congratulations. And I, I, you know, I have a, I have a allotted budget, right? The family lets me get that allotted budget. There and you go. So I'm strategic in the games that I go to. And then fortunately... Obviously, you know, with Dallas going to Jacksonville, that's great. Next year, yep. Dallas plays Miami. Yep. That's a good one. My Dallas yep. could potentially play Atlanta. So, they, you know, I look in the schedule. They're going to play Tampa more than likely if we're both. Well, it depends if we finish the same, but probably not. But if they would have played Tampa, you know, here. So I try and figure it out. And I usually go to four games uh, at, at AT&T. Then I sell, you know, I sell my other tickets to fund to fund to, to fund everything else. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. but you don't make money off it, man. You don't, I'm telling yeah. you, these these guys, you know, they give us a hard time for selling tickets, and you know, oh, you, you know, I pay a seat license. Yeah, and yeah. I need to get into it. it, it Subhub, they're they're uh, they're basically, you know, they're they're crooks. They're the scalpers. Yep. they take all your money. I don't make, you know, I make a little bit over what the ticket cost is, but yeah. it doesn't cover the seat license. Okay. Um, so I would much prefer, I try and find people I can sell them to privately. Right. And I would sell them at a better price. And then that way they don't have to pay a fee. I don't have to pay a fee. Yeah, you don't now get you got, uh, you know, the, the government's trying to take all my ducats and they <laughs> wanted 1099 you for selling the tickets and stuff like that. But they, you know, they forget all the expense you have of the other things. But no, I love going to the games. It was a, it was a goal of mine when I was a little kid. And three, three, four years ago or whatever it was, I was able to get season tickets. And uh, so it's it's awesome. I love going. Question, question this for you is that- the Federal Bureau Investigation. <laughs> <laughs> question, question for you with that seat licensing shit. Do you, you have to pay that every year? Every year. You wow. got to pay for 20 years, I think it is. I didn't uh, know. Or you could pay it off. You right. can pay it off if you want to. God, yeah. That's wild. Because I, 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 when, when Vegas got the team, we looked at getting – getting season tickets to Vegas and it just, it fell through obviously, but I have, excuse me. I have looked at getting Cowboys season tickets because I just always thought like, if I'm, I plan on going to a couple games a year for the rest of my life. I was like, if I have these tickets, well, I'll just sell the rest. And at least uh, I'll still come out on top by having, even if they just pay for the tickets and I don't make money, it's still yeah. going to be cheaper than what I end up paying for a ticket to be in the nosebleeds. Right. Like, yeah, it, so like that Thanksgiving you know. day game, we spent like a, a ticket to be in the nosebleeds last year, not this year, last year, it was like what three three hundred and thirty bucks U.S. Yeah, before yeah. before any of the fees yep. we paid. So like, even if you even if you just got your face value ticket in the in the nosebleeds for your seventy five dollars or whatever the hell it, it is, you'd be laughing. Yeah, I I, I have club seats. Nice, and, Bala. Um, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you, know, you got to be a big roller, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
they're they're not cheap. But it was to your point was I would go to the games and I would be spending the same I'm paying for club. I was paying to sit, you know, up top, yep. you know, at key games so that I said, screw that. So I just did it. And really, the C license is an investment not to get all, uh, you know, get on a thing. But True. eventually, if I sell them, I can sell the C license too. you know, like that's what I did when I upgraded my seats. I sold my old seats, you know, put the money I made off that. And then, you know, so uh. there's a little. There's a little little uh, loopholes skill to it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well. Uh, yeah. We'll. We'll definitely. We'll. We'll talk. Well, I've, I've, I've honestly yeah. looked in. I was. I would look at the. the they have a seat. Like I think it's like slcc.com yes. or something. Yep. I, I always occasionally. And you know what? During the pandemic would have been the time to do it. I was looking at it. I was like, God damn, these seat licensing are cheap as hell yeah. right now because people were nervous that the who 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 knows who what's going to happen right yeah. the but, issue uh, with the issue with us can fan crew is that there's three of us so we definitely and then maybe it's an advantage we'd have to find a three. four banger and then yeah. basically we could raffle off or or we could do giveaways oh yeah you'd buy for four the, for the seat so you'd buy, you want to come we'd, spend a game with us watch AJ get fourth quarter AJ if one of you guys went got down to Jacksonville my daughter she she had to bail on the game for school so I got one ticket I got one extra ticket yeah. are we sending oh, are we sending yeah. someone with Mike uh, with Mike Tag a, to a, Jacksonville a, a, AJ's going to, on a Greyhound tomorrow <laughs> to, make, to, to make it for Sunday <laughs> 80, 86 hours on a Greyhound he's on his way <laughs> mike there's uh there's three there's three hot topics that we that we visit here once in a while and um some of them we make hot ourselves and so i don't know if they're hot outside of of our own conversation here but uh one of them is the is our is our tight end group the other one is is kellen moore and he is he is he good is he bad is he he's hard to read i i, I mean I, I don't get this guy and number two or number three i that was number two is uh the DAC hate so I kind of want to roll back to the top of that list and, and maybe just we can have a your perspective. Crack me if you got them. Crack me if you got them yeah. on those three love, things. So I, our tight ends. I love ends. the tight ends. I love the tight ends. I think, I think what you're going to see next year, obviously, I think Schultz will be gone. Yep. They're not going to, you know, they're yep. not going to mm-hmm. pay him. Yep. But, but you know, I love Ferguson and Hendershot. I, I, I think they, they hit gold. And that's the other thing, too, is this, this, staff doesn't get the credit for for the draft picks that they've made either i mean look at mccarthy's you know three years that he's been here and look at the talent they've accumulated and they've built through the draft and and that's where they get a lot of heat you know they didn't sign gregory well yeah and i you don't like seeing anyone get hurt but what happened there you got all uh, everyone uh was screaming for quinn 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 he had one sack he's gone so this team has done a you know this organization you got to give them credit uh, you know, I think I, you know. I think Will McClay is the uns, un, unsung hero. Yeah, um, Ed says that all the time. says that all the time. Yeah, Will McClay, man, yeah, he's the man. So, but I love the tight ends, and I think I, you know, I, I think they're that's a bad group right there. Yeah, we we like to we label them the clone zone uh, because they all look exactly the same and they celebrate the same and they have like yeah. they're like this little pod of clones. <laughs> yeah. I, I I can see I can see I can see them not signing Schultze to the. Uh, franchise and then him just showing up to to the stadium the next day like to training camp yeah like he's like he's still on the team (laughs) like i I just we he uh i just think that he's like really wants to be a cowboy buddy he kind of fucked up last year with this i believe obviously it was an agent move that was like no this is the what the position is worth rather than like looking at like yeah but 
this style of QB in this or this style of sorry tight end in this offense is kind of a dime a dozen. Really, like there's a lot of guys out here who who can do that. Now, I'm not saying Schultz isn't good at what he does. I I, I love what I love how he's playing. Well, and Dak has great chemistry with him. Like that's undeniable. Yeah. yeah, but if if it just means that Peyton Hendershot and Ferguson are gonna be filling in that role, they can do it. We've seen it. Like so, I said, yeah. they're the next. Like it's kind of like how the Patriots had. The murderer and Gronk at the one point, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I I love that we have these guys. Like, I this the four. I love when we run the four tight end sets, man. Like that that shit's so cool. Yeah. Like, who else does that? Who else has all four of their tight ends out that are all capable of making a big play? No one. Yeah. No one. And and I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you guys too, because at the game, I you know I, I I was calling it when he caught it. When Schultz catches the ball and he's fighting for yards and he's getting, you know, wrapped up. Fumbles. Do you guys know he's going to fumble just like I do every oh, single yeah. day? We're always, when yeah. he starts and I'm fighting. I'm screaming, yeah. get, get down, down, get down. down. That's exactly. He fumbled it. Thankfully, yeah. his knee was down. But that's my problem. You know, if there's one knock you give on him, he fumbles a lot. Yeah. Man, and it's just, you know, it, that, that can't happen, especially like you guys said. When you get in these playoffs, man, it, room for error has to be minimal. Yes. Penalties got to be down, but you know, like Jimmy Johnson always said, you you got to win the turnover battle too. Hundred percent. Yeah, Schultz, hundred. I agree with that with Schultz. Yeah, when he's fighting, he's he gets. It's like he's dipping his hands in butter or something when he's yeah. fight, fighting for yards. Gets gets a yeah. little nervous. Yeah, we, we don't need you to truck stick your way to the fucking end zone. Just <laughs> no. go down, cover Love the ball. Love the heart. Love, Love the, the heart. But get but, the fuck down. Yeah. You got you got a first down. Get the fuck down. You got the first down. Get down and play. You know, he's lived to see another down. He's yeah, got, that's what he's got to do. So, so so Kellen Moore, we have a little. We we used to call him the Dungeon Master last year, and then uh, we kind of grew sour to his ways. And I'm, I, I think we all feel the same way. And uh, we we changed his moniker to Vanilla Pudding because we felt that he was just running a very vanilla pudding offense. Now, I think we dropped the Vanilla Pudding moniker, and we're kind of on the fence of where to go because he's he, been putting up too many points to really. Yeah. And there's been call him that. There's so. been some creativity, like CD <laughs> yeah. Lamb. CD Lamb was in motion how many times last game? Like they are doing some stuff. Well, the with four the set, four, the, the four trip set. set. Yeah. yeah, like they are doing some stuff that's a little bit different than everyone else. So I think he's get. I still think we need to eliminate any type of uh, re- reverse from from our playbook. I hate when we do these weird reverses, but I, I, I don't know what you think, Mike. I think Kellen Moore has been a little bit better in recent, like the last month or so of the season. Yeah, he he has. And, and again, I'm going to go back to the same thing. I You know, you guys going to get sick of me saying it, but Mike, no, we McCarthy, won't. Mike McCarthy, if you guys remember, you know, he called him out, you know, earlier in the season. And he made it he made it publicly known when they asked him about getting playmakers involved when he was running the Packers offense. He had plays set to get all his playmakers the ball three to four. Get him involved early. He said you got to get these guys involved early. We got to commit to you got to get Zeke involved early. You got to get CD. And you saw a change and you saw a change in the offense. He saw change in the philosophy. I wasn't a huge fan of Kellen Moore when when you hire an offensive minded coach. I think you he should be picking his staff. And I know I know McCarthy said that he, you know, he was good with more. He picked him. I don't necessarily believe that. Uh, but in any organization and you guys, whatever jobs you have or whatever you do, if you're appointed to be a leader of that organization and then they tell you your right hand man and they hand pick him for you, that's kind of cutting the legs from under you and, and it's not good. But I think that more has grown, but I think McCarthy's had a very good influence in him because if you're looking at it, you are seeing CD 
I mean, getting involved early, you know, then now Gallup's getting going. They're getting Pollard in early. They're getting Zeke going yep. early, yep. You're getting the tight end. So that's what you really need to do is to get these guys in the mindset. So if they can continue down that path and getting the playmakers involved, you know, the sky's the limit for the offense. And that's what you've seen. I mean, you know, when Cooper Rush was in, you heard all the people talking about Cooper Rush, you know, we got to keep it going and keep it going. But I mean, we had a 26 rank offense. I mean, let's be yeah. real. It wasn't like we we're lighting it up. The defense was really carrying us. Mm. But as you get going, you're going to need that offense to put up points. And if you look at when Dak came back, I mean, I, I think we're number one. If not, yeah, we, we are, are. points yeah, we per are. games, point per points per game since Dak's been yeah. back for hundred yeah. percent. You know, I, I think the, uh, I'm not sick of you saying it. I, I was very, uh, I didn't really care about Mike McCarthy too much. I felt like he, you know, we like to take shots at him that he's ready to order his cheeseburger at the end of the game. Like, <laughs> just the fact that, like, he loves like, Whataburger. You know, growing up and playing sports, is, I, I don't know, maybe I want the coach to be yelling. I want there some, to be some sort of fire. And when you look at Mike McCarthy, it's like, like, does he, like, is he even caring to be there? So that's, that's bad on me for, like, yeah. Putting that type of persona that I want on him to say that, oh, I don't like him because he's that way. I mean, different different flavor uh, for coaching styles. Um, so, I mean, I will say like what you, all these things, all these points that you're making about Mike McCarthy and the things that you've instituted dealing with vanilla, putting Ke Kellen Moore talking about, you know, the things that we need to do and, and hearing Anne talk about it. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel pretty good about Mike McCarthy right now. Um, not that that wasn't even a question to me. I just wanted to say that like you, yeah. you brought it up a bunch of times well, and that kind of converted me to be like, you know what? Okay, Mike, maybe Mike McCarthy, maybe he doesn't need to be the guy who's yelling. So you have the Dan Quinn, you have uh, the cornerback coach, you like you have all of the supporting staff yeah. that can be those guys, and then you just need someone to win the games. I haven't seen lots of shitty fucking uh, time management issues this season. Like last season, how many times were we like, throw a challenge? What are you doing? Look at the clock. Like you know that that's where. To me, it falls yeah. right back onto McCarthy's shoulders. We haven't seen that this year. I mean, maybe it's because he played, uh, he's been at the game uh, for most of the season clean shaven. Maybe that was a <laughs> thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, it, and, and you got Jerry Jones, right? I mean, that's right. why, and that's what I'm saying with McCarthy being the right guy. He just wants to coach. And he just, if you listen to his interviews, you listen to his post game in the locker room, you, you know, the players love him, they play for him, but he can tune out Jerry Jones, just like with all the yeah. OBJ talk and all that. He tunes it out and just, He's focusing on football, and sometimes you get these other, you know, the coaches, you want that big, you know, Jimmy Johnson, you want Bill Parsons. They're obviously Hall of Fame coaches, and you'd love them, but they're not going to last long here because the egos just can't take it. McCarthy just doesn't seem like he has a big ego. He'll let Jerry run his mouth and do his post-game crap that he always does. <laughs> uh, he just wants to focus on the players and focus on football, and I think that's kind of what this team needs. Because it's just, you know, drama surrounds us. You see it all around with 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 the uh, ESPN and NFL Network. You need a stable force in there, someone that's going to, you know, the players love and they can surround themselves with and, and, and play for. And it seems like he's got that, obviously, with Quinn as well and, and even Kellen Moore. Right. I, I think that's kind of a special thing with the Cowboys and maybe with other organizations too, but 100% with the Cowboys. You need a coach who can um, – deal with Jerry Jones, right? This is not something that's across the board, all NFL teams. It's very, it's maybe not necessarily unique to um, uh, Dallas. Well, how many fucking, how many other owners' names do you guys even know? Realistically, <laughs> right? And everybody. Shaq Khan from Robert Kraft. Yeah, right? But like, 
everybody knows Jerry Jones, right? Sure. So it, you're right. It's it's a definitely a unique position as a coach yeah. to deal with not only the owner, but he's also that well, he's the GM, which we know he's kind of stepped away from that. But like Mike said, Jerry's always going to be doing Jerry's things. Have a picture come up from 60 years ago. We're not even going to get into that. But like, there's always going to be that wild card. He's Jerry gonna say Jones. Things. He's gonna. I I actually like what you mentioned there about um, McCarthy ignoring the OBJ um, fiasco because Jerry is just trying to keep the Cowboys in the media, and the media wants to keep the Cowboys in in the media as well. So there's this like double-edged sword here that no matter what he says is going to be a headline exactly and with mccarthy you also want that personality who cannot only deal with jones but there's that type of coach that you mentioned ad that's like kind of rah 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 and then there's the guy who is managing a football team and it trusts the people he has in position to be coaches and it's like no you go coach your team this is my expectation or, or whatever conversation that they have together. And then they, he just lets them go and do their business. And then his job on the on game day is to manage the team and make sure that, you know, yeah, yeah. he's throwing the, the flag. And to make, hey. make decisions. Yeah. Who knows what, what more pull he has with, with um, his offensive and defensive coordinators. But I take it more the way that I look at his coaching style is he's a manager of the team rather than like wanting to own kind of control of the offense or own control of the, of the defense. And I could be wrong wrong in that. That's just what I All I got to say is if they lose in the wild card, there <laughs> there's going to have to be a scapegoat. It's just it's just the yeah. way it's just the way it is. It's the way the NFL is. It's Jerry Jones is getting up there. I mean, maybe they would give Mike another. I mean, it'd be hard to fire your coach if he ends up going 14 and three or 15 and two, you know, it it would be hard to, to let him go. But I just feel like a wild card loss. I, if they lose in the wild card this year, I do think Mike McCarthy might get canned. Yeah. I mean, there's no excuse, you know, and I've said it it, in, you know, I've taken a lot of crap for the, for being a Cowboys fan. Like you guys have, we've all had a dirt 27 years and you hear playoff and this and that no excuse for this team, not to go deep in the playoffs. hundred percent. Yeah. There, there, there is no excuse. And, and I know we hold the coaches accountable, but it's really on the players. Yep. I mean, there's no excuse for this team not to go deep in the playoffs. And, and if they don't, then as fans, you know, I'm going to have to take it and let them hear it. 28 years, can't win in the playoffs, <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, because this team is built. And you, if you look at the way the NFC is, has fallen into place, I mean, it's, it's us in Philly. You know, San Francisco got the injury. The only thing, the only thing I'll say, that has me a little bit nervous is I don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't care how bad the Bucks are. I just wish that that wasn't the the game that uh, <laughs> we're probably going to end up playing. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. And you want to be like, this is the this the time be we the beat him. This is the time yeah. we beat him. I thought that yeah. was I thought that was week one. <laughs> you know, well, yes. you, well, you also uh, thought that was going to be you thought that was going to be years. the Packers Packers versus uh, actually you didn't think I'm just that. glad I'm just you, glad Green Bay's not in the playoffs to be honest. Yeah, Fuck too. Aaron Rodgers. I didn't want to see Rodgers yeah, either. I'm just glad the yeah. there's no chance of Green Bay being in the playoffs. 
Were you ever comfortable in that game? 14 up. Were you ever comfortable no. in Green Bay? Once once I they showed either. once they showed that stat that we were a hundred and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I was I had literally said out loud, I was like, we just we're gonna lose now. Like why yeah. why'd they have to show us yeah. this stupid ass stat saying that we've never we're undefeated up fourteen in the fourth? I was and like, we thought that because Anth was talking like that, it's like, oh yeah, we're we're going we're going fucking forty one nothing. <laughs> like fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> Like that's what we thought. Rogers has our number for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. He does. Our, our team's he a lot does. better than the, that Green Bay Packers team. It's just, I, I Micah did come out saying if we're ever up fourteen nothing again, we the defense is not giving up that giving up that lead ever again. So I like hearing stuff like that. If you use that to get motivation going into playoffs where you might be playoffs? up fourteen and the and the defense is like, hey man, this is our chance to really put our foot down. Um, the last, what was your last what, thing the, you were going to ask him? The Dak, what the, do you, the Dak hate? It's just the most of, polarizing player the most, in the NFL. The Cowboys quarterback always, always is. Yeah. And, and there's obviously, I mean, if you're, if you're reading anything online, you're going to have someone come up and say, uh, polar opposites of their opinion and everything in between. So Mike, I just want to know, um, we are, we're Dak supporters, of course, but, but we're always open to new opinions. So I just want to hear your thoughts on, on Dak Prescott and, and maybe if any uh, thoughts you have on like the hate that you might see online, just in terms of his, of his play and how he doesn't, I think the biggest thing is he hasn't won the big game and that's yeah. kind of all, constantly used as, as why he, no matter what you bring up statistically, that's what's always thrown up. So, and that's the way quarterbacks are judged. I mean, it's it, right or wrong. You're judged on championships and, and he hasn't gotten one yet. I mean, you know, Tony Romo, that's, he's always going to be judged by that. He's going to be the, you know, another Danny white, like they say, uh, that's just the way it is. If you don't win championships, I think Dax, he's the quarterback for this team. I think he's a great leader. Do I think he's, you know, the best quarterback in the league? No, I mean, he can't do some of the things Mahomes does, but you know, he wins. And, you know, and he's won a lot. And they say, well, he hasn't, you know, his record against winning teams is a losing record. Well, go ahead and look at every quarterback in the NFL. Yep. If the name's not Rodgers, name's not, you know, Brady, they all do. Yep. They all have losing records against winning teams. So, it, it, and people have selective memory and they can pick certain things and figure out what they want. But, you know, this team's going to go as far as Dak. You know, if you look at the playoff game, I was, you know, one of the, you know, hey, that game fell on him. Call say We can all say whatever we want. Yeah. He played yep. terrible. He did. He put him in a bad position. And and that that starts with, you know, unfortunately, it starts with the quarterback. He's got to be on his game uh, uh, for them to get to the next level. So the pressure is on him. He says pressure is privilege. So, you know, he owns it. Uh, it, it. It's funny is all other quarterbacks were the Cowboys except for Quincy Carter. <laughs> but most quarterbacks, I always, you know, I'm a running back fan primarily, but, I, you know, always Aikman, Romo. I always got the jersey. Dak, it took a couple years because I just wasn't sure. You know, he had that great year in 2016. and 2017, you know, when Zeke got suspended, he kind of tailed off. And, yep. you know, the 2018, they made a Dak friendly. So you had to do the whole Dak friendly thing. They started slow and then they made some, you know, they got Cooper and then, you know, things got better. Uh, so I just never was sure. But, you know, that 2018 into those, you know, those next seasons, I became a believer in him for what he can do. And, and, and what else do you have out there? You want to yeah. go get Russell Wilson? Look how that oh, worked out gosh, for Denver. Right. <laughs> let's ride. Hey, let's Mike, let's ride. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that would, but be I mean, you know, it, when I don't know what you guys say, and uh, hopefully I don't get a lot of cowboy hate for saying this when Brady, I'll, I'll admit it. When Brady and the Patriot thing was, was going, I was one of those that said, Hey, come to Dallas. I would have taken Brady 
in Dallas and uh, and and let Dak walk. Desperate for a Super Bowl, but I knew he'd get a Super Bowl and came to Tampa and got one. Uh, but there's not, you know, you don't have those situations out there. Dax, you know, he's our best option and he's been a great quarterback for the team. But if you don't win a championship, he's just going to be another, yeah. you know, underachiever on the team. You got mm-hmm. you, you to start putting up playoff wins and putting this team in like this, this fat base needs just a, like yeah. I would love a Super Bowl, but I just want to see us. One, obviously get past the wild card. I want us to obviously get past the divisional. If we make the NFC Championship game, it's like that's crack we've got. And that's like Christmas, birthday, everything all in one. Like I I, I really hope this – I hate to say it, but we're Cowboys fans. We may as well say, <laughs> is this the year? Like this – could this be the year? I saw this – It's saw this, the window. I saw, it's the fucking window. I saw this stupid yeah. Venn diagram and it's like – it's – uh, Cowboys start off, dude, and it's like shows a bunch of uh, windows, and it's like you are here, and it's like Cowboys fans right now saying this is our year, <laughs> so, yeah. and, and then the next one is lose in playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they win the they win the wild card game. They're going to the Super Bowl. If they win the wild card game and the NFC East is winning games, where it's hunting season because yeah. it's go it's go time. Get a little bit of confidence I, I think, in playoffs, they, and it's go time. Yeah, they get that they get that monkey off their back. I know, but Dak's won one. I mean, I'm not gonna say he never won a playoff game, yep. but if, I, I think the pressure is so much there. I think this team and this team's different. You got Parsons. I mean, he's been such a different maker, you know, mentally. And now you're getting CD really going. You've got a lot of pieces, and and, and these guys are are young. People forget how young this team is. Still yep. one of the youngest teams in the NFL. And and you've got that mentality. That's why I keep telling people. The day you can't look, you know, everyone wants to have memory of what they want. Well, yeah. if we're going to go, if you got a memory, they have either the complete memory or let's not talk about the past. Let's talk about now because they always want to talk about the failures, but they want to talk about the Super Bowl championships. It's, oh, well, that's 30 years ago. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. What's it, two years? When does the, when does it not matter? Yeah. And that, that's why I said, let's look forward to this team. And I think the team that's built now is is so different than the team last year. I think I think Parsons is just taking another step up. I think that you know Diggs. Diggs I think yeah. some of these you know these other guys have have elevated the game. I think our run defense is is I know it started a little slow and something. Nah, it's looking good. Major strides in that. So Lone Clark. We're fast. We yep. got speed on defense. So yep. this is a totally different team than last year. But mentality. You know, with them fighting, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to pay dividends uh, for them in the playoffs. Well, and imagine this team, this, like you said, they're a bunch of young guys. Imagine they can stack a deep playoff run or get to an NFC championship game. That's just going to, for these second and third year guys, they're going to be like, okay, we can, we can do this. And it's going to, it's going to set us up for future seasons to be able to push past that invisible wall that we've been stuck behind for 27 years. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we're going to do one last, well, uh, but before you before you do one, one last thing, the EJ Savage, he's a longtime uh, uh, fan of our. He shows up every uh, live stream, watches it with us. Big fan of yours too, Mike Tag. He showed up late today. He's like, "Whoa, you guys got the goat, Mike Tag." Uh, he has a question for you. Uh, how did you get your daughter to love the team as well? Just being such a big fan, did she take to it, or did you have her watch every game with you uh, when she was young? Um, as a young girl dad, I want to know. Is what he yeah. says. So he well, you're gonna get you're gonna get tears in these in these eyes because uh, you know when I did my first video, my daughter secretly she used to always do her own videos of just different things. She memorized my hype video. GT. Nice. I put it on there, you know, a long time ago, and then she would always want to do the videos with me. She always went, and she was probably so she would have been twelve 
11, 12 years old. And I don't know if anyone's got kids and, and they get to be teenagers. So now she's 16 and she hasn't done a video. And it was, I think it was Thanksgiving day. I wanted her, I said, come on, let's do, you know, do a video, do a video with your dad. You know, we all watch the game, but you know, do it. And she went in and do it. And she, uh, she had no fire like she always had. And I said, what's wrong? You know, she goes, dad, I don't want to, I just don't want to do it. And I, man, I, I'll start crying thinking about it now. It's like, God, she's grown up, you know, you had those years. And so she always, you know, her and I have a special bond, a father daughter. And, and, you know, she loves Cowboys. And, and my son is a huge fan. He's just more quiet. He's starting to come out of his shell, but he's more of the, you know, Cowboys knowledge kid. And he, you know, and I try and get him on some shows every now and then, but he's, he's not a big spotlight guy. He's more reserved. My daughter's got such a big personality, but yeah, I, she just did it on her own and then we had it, but now she's grown out of it. So she'll come back. She'll come yeah. back around. <laughs> they she all has come to. back, right? Yeah, they all have to, right? I'm <laughs> um, sorry, Ansel. You were you were going to say what you? Well, I was just going to I was just going to roll into getting uh, the bold predictions and score, score prediction, and then uh, call so, call it a show, basically. So, so uh, during our uh, we do a live stream on every uh, uh, cow Cowboys game, and we have people give out a score prediction. If you get it right, you get a shirt. And the only time it's happened was uh, the. The, the first, first time week. we decided to do it, yeah. And it was a guy who was actually sitting in here. So one of our friends, uh, Matt Vink, was sitting in here and, and predicted, predicted the scores. We're like, dude, it was such an odd, it was the odd score, too. <laughs> yeah. 21-6 or something yeah. like that. Anyways, so we do that. And then a bold prediction. We kind of try to think, you know, out of the box, but within a within a reality. So, um, you know, not, not something like Dak throws for 300 yards, but you know, spice it up a little. So maybe we'll do our threes and then Mike, yep. uh, give us yours. Who wants to start? Let Starting, let, who's, let, chom- who's chomping at the bit? Let Anth fucking go. Yeah. You, you Oh, what? there was some hostility in your Whoa. voice there. Why, why are you mad at me? Cause AJ's not falling down drunk. You don't, you, you, <laughs> oh. you're not, you're not, <laughs> okay. Uh, shut out. We're shutting these bitches out. You know, I said, we're getting, we're, I'm wow. nervous about it. I'm going, we're shutting them out. We're shutting them out. For some reason, 38 always keeps coming up into my brain, and I think I've picked 38 for us so many times. 38 nothing is my score prediction. Uh, we're wiping the floor with them, and I need a bold prediction of... Uh, what do I, I'm kind of on the spot here. This is what I always do to you guys. Usually I have some time to think of this. Uh, bold prediction, Damone Clark touchdown. Whoa, okay. That's a screech shot. <laughs> yeah, if Damone Clark gets a touchdown, we have to have a shot of screech, you're right. Screech rum. I really hope that doesn't happen. Bold, bold. It's bold. That's bold. A rookie, a rookie that wasn't even supposed to play this year getting mm-hmm. a touchdown. Getting a TD. Yeah, yeah. It's bold enough. So you just got to sell it to me. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want me to go out? Or yeah, you go. go. Okay, okay. And then we'll gradually get bolder because you know Ad already has <laughs> yeah, five players. I'm gonna give a bold prediction too. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I think. I think. Um, we're gonna Don't see, just think, do. I'm going to just kind of law of averages here. Houston's going to get 14 points. Zero. No, they're zero, getting zero. 14 points. But the Cowboys, I'm figuring 45. Wow, 40 burger. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm leaning on the uh, the way that they've been scoring lately. So let's hope it continues and it's not a fucking. 
it's hard to score. It, I mean, like, then that's a funny thing about this fifth, like we'd said, fifth, we scored 50 points and we we're still finding flaws. It is hard mm-hmm. for a team to get 40 points, Look, I let f- alone 50. So, I, yeah, I mean. And I don't ever really go that high. Usually, no, I'm, you're usually low. I'm usually lower. lower, but it's just the Houston Texans and how we've been rolling. I mean, you're feeling good about I'm it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, bold prediction. Shoot. Okay. Um, I'm calling two screech shots. Oh. You think Turpin finally scores? I think there's going to be either two defensive touchdowns or or uh, you got to pick it though. I have to pick it. No, 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 because it's good either a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown. So I'm calling two shots. I don't know which one it's going to. I can't. I, I can't call between them. Okay, so just 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 do it for fun. We'll say okay. If two you get two if, de- two defensive. Okay, two defensive touchdowns. Uh, and Victor A in the chat saying bold predictions of a defense TD should be a double screech shot. It's only one screech shot. We yeah. can't handle more than more than one. No. Um, EJ Savage says 40, 41 to 10 for Cowboys. I'm close to that. I'm 41 to 9 for Another my 40 score. Burger. For my score prediction. And I definitely want to go. I'm, I'm, this is going to be Dak's 400 yard game. So I, I believe Dax, my bold prediction is Dax throwing over 400 yards. You said that last time and he had 165. So, what, what But we still score? got a 50 what, burger. What so guess what? Fuck yeah. uh, 41 to 9. 400. You got to give me a T. You got to give me a T. You, you beaked my rookie 400, touchdown. 400 and I need a touchdown amount. I, I mean, it's bold by any other me, by any other person. Four, 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 four. Your, it's not. 104 touchdowns. It's yeah. not your, it's not bold for you. That's not bold for me. 40-burger, 400 yards, four touchdowns thrown by Dakota. And four rushing <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, Mike, you, so that's kind of what we do here. What do you got? What do you got for your score prediction and then your boldy? The, the score in my head keeps, while I'm listening to you guys, 37-6. Nice. 37-6. It's kind of, and, kind of in between. Uh, I like it. And uh, bold prediction, I'll do this for my son. Calvin Joseph would have picked six. Nice. Oh, nice. See, I like that. That That's a good one. Yeah, Tank Spikes in the chat says, bold prediction, Calvin Joseph interception. Calvin Joseph interception touchdown. Again, we'd be all. I think... All, we'd be throwing his music on no all, all of ours my all of ours minus your prediction we're drinking screech yeah yeah so <laughs> right. there, there's actually so if if <laughs> actually damone clark could score uh kelvin joseph could score and then all three of us our bold predictions are good except yours at yeah and then we're how many screech shots is that though? too many yeah way too many screech too, shots too, that's too many. for sure Okay, Mike. Uh, again, we'd love we loved having well, you on. Hey, the chat's asking Mike to do one of his outros. Oh, a promo! Oh. They, they want you to cut a promo. Cut a promo. Cut a promo hey, as I, an outro. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can see it. You know, I'd have to do it sitting down. That's my only problem. Is that all right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, they got fit the table. Let me think. All right, Cowboys Nation, we are here. We just got done beating down them Colts. We set the tone. Now we're taking on these lonely Texans. I know there's a lot of concern talking about trap games. Parsons, Diggs, Tank ain't going to let that happen. So, Texans, you come at ATT. We're getting ready to beat you down a little bit more because we just getting this thing started. So, Cowboys Nation, we going to get hyped. Can you feel me? Now, can you dig it? Oh, we dig it. That just, I want to I run through a fucking wall right now. That was awesome. Let's go! <laughs>
Just just able to turn it on instantly. Yeah, that, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah I woke it. my whole house up because it's eleven o'clock, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for coming on. Uh, just one last time, just give your shout out, shout out your socials for anyone that's still in the chat that uh, hasn't heard of you. I'm sure most of the people that are in here have heard of you. You're you're kind of all over. Uh, you've been posted ton, like ton, like your shit went viral but uh, if you want to just give your your uh, tags again just so anyone interested plus we'll tag you in this episode we'll put you down in the description and stuff yeah no i appreciate it easiest way is mtag 1993 on twitter instagram uh tiktok that's where i get my, most of my hate uh also <laughs> youtube you can find me at mike tag cowboys cave or cowboyscave.com but uh, I really appreciate it, guys. Man, I had a blast on this show. We got to definitely, uh, definitely well, do it again. Yeah, 100%. absolutely, man. Mike, next, next time you're... Oh, I think we just... Did we freeze? Possibly. Mike, next time... Uh, everyone can still hear us. Next time you're at home and you're not at the game and you're just watching, by all means, we'll get you on pregame. We'll get you on halftime. You, come on in on one of our watch parties. Uh, you'll have a blast. Yeah. No, I definitely... I'll, I will take you up on it man i appreciate it next time you guys get to ADT, let me know when you're coming there because i want to make sure i party with you guys 100 percent. oh 100 100 all right for all the right. bandwagon boys over there who i'm going to be seeing what are we going live at what an hour before the game on sunday 9 yeah. a.m 9 a.m here 9 a.m pst whatever it ends up being everywhere else in the world like I said, for the bandwagon boys over there and your host, Anthbest, we're out of here, bitches. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. Mike, you're the man. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>